Welcome to episode 24. Today I'm asking a tough question, but one that I think you'll really connect with, especially if you find yourself drawn to deeper connection with God and His design for your life. We're going to dive into asking whether we are showing up for the healing, but not so much for the transformation, and taking a look at the character of God in relation to healing. Hey mama, welcome to Divine Design Wellness, where we're putting down deep spiritual roots and embracing our identity in Christ through holistic health. Do you want to love your body and feel confident in motherhood? Are you Googling quick workouts, devotionals, or time management tips? Do you wake up with great intentions only to find your littles take up most of your time and energy? Hey, I'm Carolyn, holistic health and essential oils nerd. I too was a mama of littles. I felt like my body would never be the same and wished I could find time for myself. I wanted the confidence and strength to fully enjoy life with my family, but I kept telling myself I didn't have the time, energy, or discipline to prioritize my health. That is until I took a holistic approach to mind, body, and spirit. In this podcast, you will find spiritual encouragement, healthy lifestyle tips, and quick self-care routines to build confidence in your body again. If you're ready to see yourself the way God does and embrace your divine design, go find that pile of laundry you've been avoiding, pop in those earbuds, and let's go. Okay, mama, you want to get healthy again, but you feel like you never have time to focus on yourself, and the majority of your energy is spent trying to keep everyone else in your house fed, dressed, and happy. Listen, I know you can't imagine finding the mental space to start prioritizing your physical, mental, or spiritual well-being. But you can make it simple in my one-hour Healthy Mama Habits Coaching. You will get clarity on what exactly to focus on and a customized plan on how to start implementing one streamlined habit that will give you a clear path to building back your health so you can show up for yourself and your family in the best way possible. Don't waste another day wishing your sanity into existence. Let's make it easy so you can save time you don't have. Go to divinedesignwellness.org forward slash coaching. I'm asking a question today that wasn't easy to ask myself, so please listen to today's episode with the understanding that I'm saying it with as much love and care for you as possible, and I'm directing it at myself just as much. That being said, I want to start off by asking you, have you ever gone to the doctor with a specific need that you're hoping can be solved? And when you begin discussing that problem with the doctor and there are some solutions finally given, you realize that you're not so sure that doctor is the right one for you. Maybe you didn't like the way they made you feel about your choices, or maybe they recommended a protocol or lifestyle change that you just didn't like or think was necessary. You thought it would be easier. You thought you could get a prescription, hit your pharmacy on the way home, and voila, you'd be on your way to problem solved. Well, I want to consider today if we are doing the same thing with our physical, emotional, and spiritual health in relation to Christ. How often Are we much like the crowds in the days of Jesus' ministry, flocking to see 
the healer that we've heard so much about and maybe even witnessed the results of his miracles in a friend's life. And, you know, that's just the reason why we show up. I've often wondered how many of those people stuck around for the healing, but as soon as Jesus began teaching things that were so radical, they then decided, well, it's time to go home and get on with our lives. So when we look at how many people were still with Jesus at the cross, how many people were still around you know, after Jesus gave the Great Commission and the kingdom of God was starting, it really does give us a picture of how many people truly embraced transformation, not just the healing that he offered, in response to who he was, the Son of God. So I want us to look at the way healing was given. So I think a lot of times we think that as humans, we have to check all these boxes in order to receive healing or that, you know, that power was reserved for the most righteous or faith-filled, but it was actually part of God's character and part of his plan through his son in his time on earth. And so I want to share several different scriptures from the Old Testament as well as the New, just to show a bigger picture of God's healing and how that has looked throughout time. And it, you know, it doesn't always look the same. So the first one I want to share is Psalms 147, 2 and 3. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the outcasts of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Second one is Exodus 15:26. There he made for them a statute and regulation and there he tested them and he said, "If you will give earnest heed to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight and give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have put on the Egyptians, for I the Lord am your healer." And then Psalms 146:8. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord raises them that are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. Psalms 107, 19-21 Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. He saved them out of their distresses. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his loving kindness and for his wonders to the sons of men. Proverbs 4, 20-22 My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your sight. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their body. Second Chronicles seven fourteen, And my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Luke ten eight through 9 Whatever city you enter and they receive you, eat what is set before you and heal those in it who are sick. And say to them, 
the kingdom of God has come near to you. Matthew 14, 14. When he went ashore, he saw a large crowd and felt compassion for them and healed their sick. Luke 13, 10 through 13. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and there was a woman who for 18 years had had a sickness caused by a spirit, and she was bent double and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said to her, Woman, you are freed from your sickness. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made erect again and began glorifying God. Matthew nine twenty-eight through 30 When he entered the house, the blind man came up to him and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, It shall be done to you according to your faith. And their eyes were opened. Luke four eighteen through 19 This is Jesus quoting um, from Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. So just in these verses, and of course there are so many more if you look up healing, you can see the healing character of God shine through from the Psalms to the promises made to the Israelites to the very image of God, Jesus, bringing healing to the people he interacted with. And so as I was looking at these verses and just meditating on them, I began to see a pattern of how healing is brought by God's hand. And the number one thing I noticed in these verses was that those who were healed were in Jesus' presence or were coming to him. So whether that was in prayer or in person in the case of Jesus. So I want to ask you, how often are you coming to him? In the scriptures, we often hear of God being referred to as a dwelling place or a refuge. And I don't know about you, but my dwelling place, my house, is where I want to be often. I don't like sleeping anywhere other than my own bed in my own house. So I want to eat in my house. I want to sleep in my house. I want to bring my friends to my house. And oftentimes when I'm struggling in my day or I don't feel good or things are just not going so well, all I can think about is getting home. Like that's just where I want to go. It's my safe place. So I want to ask, is God that place for you? Do you know him well enough to fully understand the comfort of that place? Secondly, I noticed that there were often uh, times terms to God's healing. So in Exodus and Second Chronicles, the verses we read a minute ago, God was making a covenant with his people. And part of that was that he would bring them health if they would pursue him as their God with all their heart and not turn to other gods. I also noticed that in some instances, healing is mentioned as part of God's design for us when we follow in the path that he has set out for us. 
So there are several mentions, um, one of the verses I read, but also others that talk about when we live the way that God has set out for us by design, it is good for us. It's good for our health. It's good for our mind, body, and soul. And of course, we are probably familiar with how many times in Jesus' ministry, he brought attention to the faith of those being healed and how that is what made them whole. So already we're seeing, you know, there are different circumstances, different um, ways that healing occurs, but they're all part of God's character. The last thing I noticed was that he often mentions healing those who are in need, who are outcasts, those who are completely burdened by suffering. And he was moved by compassion to give healing. And so it's not necessarily always specifically the Israelites or God's people or, you know, in response to faith. Sometimes God heals because he sees those who are suffering, who are outcasts, who are the lesser people in society, and he has compassion on them and he gives healing. So here are the questions to ask yourself when you're considering healing and transformation. Are you coming to him like you do to your home? Are you in a place of total surrender to his will for your life? And that is where really intimately knowing him and trusting him comes in because we really can't have that complete surrender if we're not, if we don't have an accurate understanding of who he is, if we're not really intimately connecting with him. And then we can ask, are we challenging ourselves to grow in our faith? When we look at how many times the faith of the people that came to Jesus was a factor in being made well. I've I've often wondered what what experience did they have with Jesus before then to have developed that faith. So there had to have been there had to have been something there whether it was just, you know, hearing about Jesus through you know, people talking and and talking about what he had done. Or if it was a combination of that with knowing the scriptures and knowing, you know, who he represented. I don't know. But we really want to ask ourselves, are we really growing in our faith? And then are we holding to the design God has for us? So I think oftentimes it's really tempting for us to get caught up in the definition of success or like, what society says we should be doing. There's just so many different things that we can get deceived into thinking that God, you know, has for us. But really, if we're really careful and really just diving into knowing God's word and being in the spirit, when we can really just trust God that he knows what is best for us, he made us, that the design that he has for us is the best place for us to be, we can embrace that and not try to get away from it. And lastly, do we believe that God desires to heal us? 
I think a lot of times we, in our heads, we, you know, we believe that God heals, but in our hearts, it's, we're completely disconnected from that belief and it just doesn't have real meaning for us. So I think really asking ourselves, how much do we believe that God desires to heal us, whether that's physically, emotionally, or spiritually? So as we wrap up, I want to leave you with one last thought. And this is a thought that has really been on my heart lately because I've been, I was studying Acts and then um, I moved into 1 Corinthians And so I've just been really moved by the account of the apostles and what being transformed by being in the presence of Jesus and allowing him to change their lives meant for them. So I want to encourage you to embrace the healing that is at the heart of God, but also to move beyond that and allow yourself to really Embrace the possibility of what transformation looks like for you as you move closer and closer to God and allow him to grow you in your spiritual walk with him. And so with the apostles, you know, I was thinking about how a lot of them had families and they chose to go on, you know, crazy missions. And like, especially Paul, he... He wasn't married, but he did have family, and that did not stop him from going after the mission that God gave him, and it it completely transformed his life, and in a way that you know maybe we <laughs> we not don't necessarily want for ourselves, but Jesus had not transformed the lives of the apostles; they would not have been moved to carry out the great commission and we wouldn't have we wouldn't have access to the gospel because if they hadn't done that work we wouldn't we wouldn't know we wouldn't have that and so i think it's so powerful to think about how much we're allowing the truth of who jesus really is who god really is to transform us and move us to a new place I know you're tired of being sick and tired, and I know you're tired of feeling defeated in your motherhood and your health. You're wishing you could feel more connected to God, but you just can't seem to consistently find the time. You're tired of the pressure to keep it all together when inside, you just don't know if you even have the strength to get through one more meltdown, one more squabble, or one more night of cooking dinner in the midst of complete chaos. You deeply desire to trust God's got it all under control, but you just can't seem to find the joy in your day-to-day and you're drowning in guilt for even feeling that way. Mama, I want you to stop hopping from one solution to another and I want you to stop striving and start resting in the ease of allowing your mind, body, and spirit to align with God's design for you. I'm going to help you identify the one thing that will quickly be able to get you moving forward with confidence. We will brainstorm together to find the best plan to start building the foundation of wellness with one easy habit so you can find more time and energy to continue pouring into your family with intention. I want you to go right now to divinedesignwellness.org forward slash coaching 
and get started with me so we can get this journey going. Hey friend, I hope today's episode blessed you. If so, would you take 30 seconds and share with another mama who may be struggling to see themselves the way God does? Also, please leave me a quick review on Apple Podcasts as it brings me so much joy to know this podcast is helping you. All right, I'm off to chauffeur my kids around again. I'll meet you back on Tuesday for another episode. Until next time.